0: now time for the deboned segment i've got a couple of very special guests with me today we've got a couple of artists this is the artist special tash marokva and rory sweeney welcome guys hi hi hello thanks for coming on and talking to us we've also got raf hello raf checking back in with you i'm still here co-host hello So last week, now the debone segment is weekly because we've only got a few more issues coming out. Uh, so if you want to contribute to Bones, bones at r1.co.nz. Just email that in. So we're doing it every week now to try and get through as many contributors as possible. And we realised we hadn't talked to any of the front cover artists yet. So we have the cover artist from this issue, which is issue 15, which is the current Bones issue. And also from issue 14, which was the issue from a couple of weeks ago. So I think we'll talk about the issue from this week first. Tash, checking back in with you. Yep that's yours <laughs> now we wanted to have this as uh, quite a quite a fresh discussion so you haven't given anything away yet No. Um, but do you want to describe what you have placed on the front cover of bones this week
1: sure um, all right because this is yeah please if you don't have your viewing mechanism for the radio <laughs> on, um, listen to a fine description um, it's uh it's like kind of a forest scene there's a little bit of depth going on it's a it's a mixed medium i've loved- i'd love to say that everything that's on there i i drew by my own very hand but it's um it's a mixed medium so uh there's um some hand drawing and then some uh sort of like a photo collage um in a forest and we've got some pretty creepy looking um but also quite derpy looking. Oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was kind of, you know, when. okay, so I'll, I'll kind of explain what it is. Uh, so you've got three sort of like maybe menacing, lurking wolves or foxy kind of characters in the background, and then this quite pampered pooch sitting on a, a cushion um, with some bones <laughs> down on his... Nice. Head I, get it, I get it. I get it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um... And, yeah, there was, do you want, do you want, do you want to, here's what was going on in my yeah, head. Yeah, I want the artist's interpretation. <laughs> Come on, give it to me. Like, straight up anxiety. <laughs> That's basically the feeling. You know the feeling when you're like, um, do, 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 it's fine, there's nothing to worry about, and you're just trying to, like, procrastinate, or, like, so... Ian had asked me to do an illustration, and I was super in awe of bones and the artwork in it. And I was like, "I would love to, and That's a great idea." Mm. And I said that months ago, and then she's like, "So, um, <laughs> about the illustration?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for yeah. actually, sweating a lot. And, um, <laughs> and it's just a horrible time. Like, it's lots and lots of fun. I don't know if you feel this way, Roy. Did you feel a bit nervous when you're like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do
2: whatever and put it oh, on?" Oh, I, I wasn't asked. I just submitted something. <laughs> oh, I wasn't,
1: I wasn't yeah, he was a bit of a wild. Card. Card. He oh, just kind of popped up yeah. in the emails,
2: which yeah. is very
0: exciting
1: for Erin. <laughs> no, that is not my natural state. I'm not oh. like a, oh, I've just got to express my, like I would love to, but that's not where I am artistically. And I was just so thankful of Erin to ask me to do something. I needed that. I don't know if anybody else is like that. You, you'd love to be creative, but it's also anxiety-provoking. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, it was kind of that feeling of like, Oh it's it's going to be fine nothing to worry about and but actually you're kind of ignoring your problems and they're just waiting for you yeah.
0: So that was like a whole submission to Bones as well because this is also how you felt about the magazine yeah. <laughs> about submitting to the magazine yeah. I mean if anyone is listening and they're experiencing that same anxiety I promise that Erin is really lovely the editor <laughs> and if you send something in to r oneconz she's not going to come back and tell you that you're crap like yeah. you probably will get your um, content published so just send in an email but that's really interesting like Raph, what did what was your interpretation when you first saw oh, it?
3: I also felt there was definitely like the wolves creeping up and there's that bad sort of fear but also like the pampered nature of the dog was quite pleasant in that it made me also feel as though often you can kind of feel like you're lost in a sea of people like that or people that perhaps are massively healthy for you in your life and you feel as though you're in a position to like protect yourself but often you're actually quite vulnerable like you said with anxiety so something like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> just something like that potentially <laughs>
3: yeah. I didn't give it much thought
0: um when I first I have like a couple of interpretations but the the very first thing I thought when I first saw this was um charlie the dog at <laughs> the dog at radio one like she's always perched on her little um It's like a little throne that she's got going on in the waiting area of Radio 1, and she just sits there, very pensive, looking for anyone that's going to come in and give her attention. Um, So that was kind of the very surface level thing, Mm -hmm. Uh, but also, and this might be a little bit of a stretch, but it does relate to what you were talking about with that feeling of anxiety before. So I think you've really hit the nail on the head there as well, because clearly a lot of us got that feeling from it. But I get very nervous when I walk down, like, George Street in Dunedin because of the really high volume of people coming at you and because a lot of the time a third of the people coming at you are people that you know. And sometimes you don't feel like running into a third of the population (laughs) that you know. And this photo made me think about, you know, you're, everything's fine, everything's great, and yeah. you're walking down, and there are these like wolves lurking at every traffic light, and they're kind of looking at you and like <laughs> waiting for you to come past so that they can pounce on you. And that's what that made me, <laughs> made me
2: think of. Am I gonna have to have polite conversation? Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, ahead, yeah, then. yeah, yeah. And maybe even not polite conversation. Like you never really know what people are gonna come at you with <laughs> on the side of the street in and True. It's always there are always lots of things going on, especially like walking past McDonald's or something. You never really know <laughs> what's Hell gonna come yeah. out at you. What about you, Rory? What did you think about when you first saw this?
2: Um, I I just saw it before.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> That's okay. Fresh eyes. Very yeah. Fresh, fresh perspective. No,
2: no. Um, I really like the contrast between the uh, like mostly white, bright drawn dog um, on the front on like the mattress, and the rest of it. And it kind of it, um, slowly fades into a photograph. Like you don't realise at first that the wolves aren't part of the photograph mm, because yeah, they're true. they're like the same sort of grey as the trees. Um, yeah, I really like it. It works out really well.
0: That was a really so lovely little artist. And oh, yeah. Tash, <laughs> oh, yeah. so, what's your ba- artistic background? Uh, Where have you come from? Where um, are you going?
1: Uh, oh, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not the future to, question. going and I'm going to be that dog on the question <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> I can speak easily about my background. I guess um, from a more graphic design background, I used to work for Critic Magazine. Did you? (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that one. (laughs) Hello. Um, So, yeah, that was for two years and so much fun. But, yeah, um, also quite... uh, (laughs) can make you quite anxious is, like, you know, some pretty intense deadlines and stuff and Mm. just, like... Yeah, when stuff goes wrong, it can really go wrong and you just yeah, kind of you don't know what's you really don't know what's taking around the corner. But um yeah, so that was uh probably with Critic there's a lot of sort of photocollage as well with it. That, so mm. that's kind of where I um as yeah, it's been a while since I'd drawn anything. <laughs> 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 that's great. A bit of forced creativity for No, seriously, so like, I have to say I'm really I am really thankful um to Erin for asking me and um and also I just find so much inspiration from, like, creatively from an artistic point, even from reading stuff and bones, um, and also all the visual content. I think is is really neat, and it really is. Like, I can't tell you, it was such an honor to be. So, so That really was like I was really honoured to be a part of it. So yeah.
0: And there often is quite a lot of visual content as well. It's not just um, text based submissions. There's also comics in Bones. Usually um, there are posters in the middle of Bones, and sometimes there are photo essays. There's all sorts in Bones. It's not just um, poetry or personal anecdotes or whatever else you might find in there. Um, and Tash, have you read through Issue 15? Mm-hmm. What was you, the one article that kind of stood out for you? Is, is there anything you want to Oh my gosh, where, talk
1: I, about? where do I start? I, yeah. I've got to say, one thing I, I especially coming from critic, like I, hopefully this is, I'm just going to out myself here, I found sometimes reading an entire critic Magazine, and, and I was the one working on it for like five times five, six days. Really. <laughs> it was actually freaking taxing, and like I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna get into trouble for saying that. But what I really like with Bones is it's just this uh, every time I pick one up, I can, I, I can, it's digestible, I can get through it in that time and it's like it's leisurely but it's not asking me to read (laughs) heaps and heaps and heaps um yeah no i really i just so digestible and it is actually hard for me to pick out one thing i mean one thing i consistently am in awe of is lisa blake Blake
0: yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs)
1: yeah
0: yeah. Um, i don't think lisa has ever submitted anything subpar to bones ever Um, and it's often something that's very relatable and relatable to like a wider audience as well because Bones doesn't have um, like a pigeonholed audience. It can be kind of, it's for everyone it really is. at this point.
1: Um, but that's what does she was, talk? Oh, about? That's, that's what I was wondering about because I really felt like there was so much I identify with reading Bones and I was like I wonder if it's just me or you know do you get a lot of feedback that a lot of people are find Find themselves basically in bones and because and, and, and it 's quite personal and it 's quite you know yeah. sharing something quite um, it can be quite niche, but I feel like gosh it 's always speaking to me or I know that feeling you know
0: yeah, I think a, a large difference between and we sh- we should use critic as an example because it 's yeah. another like really um, widely circulated publication in Dunedin. Um, I feel that a lot of the feedback that we got is that people will pick up Bones, read through it and keep Bones, whereas they can read through Critic and they feel like it's very disposable, like they can just throw it out. It's never going to relate to any part of their life again. But this, because a lot of these read almost like diary entries, people feel like it's a bit sacrilegious to then end up chucking it out. And although we have the done page where it's like, recycle it or give it to the SPCA or whatever, which is very sweet and it's a really nice part of the magazine. Um, I think a lot of people end up treasuring this publication a lot more because of what you were talking about, because they relate um, or just feel the empathy towards people. You might not relate to some things that people are talking about in this magazine, um, but it's very difficult to then just forget about what people talk about and let it go and throw it out. It's it's not as disposable as critic, I think. And that does come down to the fact that it's uh, a limited run as well, there aren't that many of these magazines printed, Um, but I think yeah, that's what we've gathered from people that have come in and talked to us and from people that I've talked to about um, this magazine and and the people that read it and don't necessarily contribute to it as well, because that's a really interesting thing and we've tried to be quite open as in even if you read Bones and haven't submitted anything, get in contact with us because we'd still like to hear from anyone that has that real outsider's perspective because currently we sit so inside the magazine that it can be quite hard to look at it really objectively. What about you, Rory? Because you just kind of slipped in. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> yeah. Re- relatively
2: new to Dneedon yeah. as well. Oh okay,
0: okay. Um,
2: and I've heard about Bones through listening to Radio One.
0: Cool. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <That's fun. laughs> um,
2: and so yeah, kind of and um read it I, I liked the format. Um I liked how it was like lots of people's perspectives that weren't mine. Mm. Like as a white dude, reading other people's perspectives yeah. is really cool. Um like I remember there was one it might have been like issue twelve or thirteen. Um, Someone wrote about going to bars alone and sober. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Nicole,
2: yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. and that was something that, I like, I go to bars alone, often not sober, um, (laughs) (laughs) to to gigs uh, all the time, and it's not something I really considered. Having traveled quite a bit as well, like, I'm often just alone places. yeah, and it was it was cool seeing that situation from a different perspective.
0: Oh, great! You're you're kind of the the closest to an outsider perspective that we've had on the show as well. Yeah. So that's quite interesting, um, to hear that as well. And so you said you listened to it on Radio One. So you listened to this show while you were doing a job that you were doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. a, a courier job. Cool. Um, <laughs> so like, if I turn up at your house on a Tuesday or Wednesday evening, then I have your luggage. Oh. <laughs>
0: Cool, and so you heard about it there, and then we're going to go back in time a wee bit, yeah. rewind to issue 14, so then you just sent in a submission to Erin, can you explain what your submission looks like, what it's about? Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll pass it's, it to you, um,
2: there you go. three photographs, and I I like taking photos, um, and so I go out at gigs, and I've taken some like streetscapes and things around Dunedin, and so I printed them out to like A4 size, and then tore some holes in a couple of them, and placed, behind, placed them behind each other. Hmm. So... For people who are at home, and you have it, turn it on its side, and the big back photo is from the library. So, um, cool.
0: It was <laughs> so really, cool!
2: It was kind of made about exam stress because I made it like a few weeks before exam time, and then it was only printed after exams, as it happened. But that's okay. Are you studying? Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Doing honors in music.
0: Oh, awesome! Yeah, oh, cool. that's very exciting. Um,
2: yeah, and the middle picture—I think it's on Cumberland Street, like opposite the Cadbury factory. Um, there's a building that doesn't look like it's—it's it's being used for anything. And there's It um, doesn't
1: narrow down that many buildings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very true. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, there's like a help us poster in the middle and what looked like a urine stain, but I'm not sure if it was. It,
1: that's what I when I saw that, that's what I that's what I thought. But yeah. It's really funny, like I didn't pick it apart as much as I have now, but because you can. It's one of those images where you can kind of keep on looking and discovering things. Hmm. Can I ask you how many times did you put the collage together on the photocopier before you came out with this image.
2: Only, only like three or four. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had like a short list of black and white photos that I thought I might use, and then I had a combination of ones that I thought would work quite well. So I had like five, five photos printed out, and then um, yeah, made some holes and placed them on each other. I thought it, it fit the ad hoc nature that it's not all sort of perfect perfect.
0: Yeah, which is a lot of the content in Bones as well. Like a lot of it doesn't get filtered and then it just gets published as it is, as it's been sent in. So that's quite cool as well. <laughs> you, kind of, you channeled Bones right away. Good. You, new <laughs> bone submission channeled it perfectly. What did you think about it when you first saw it, Raf?
3: Oh, well, I actually, it reminded me of an artist, and I'm so desperately trying to find the name of it. That's what I'm looking at now, but I can't find it. They recently uh, displayed at the Christchurch Art Gallery, and it was these pictures made from like an old shot of like a from like a, a film still from like the 30s or 40s mm. and then on top of it was another more modern picture to sort of contrast it and that felt very specific but then yours with the three layers and then using the modern context as well and it actually being places it felt a lot more accessible and I, I really loved it oh cool
2: thanks yeah they're all shot on film as it happens as well so. <gasps> uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. there is
1: definitely I mean apart from the tears a real analog feel to it
2: mm yeah I like analog photography a lot, yeah.
1: and of course the the rhizograph printer uh, for bones is like the perfect medium it 's really yeah yeah, I it comes go. together really
0: well. I think that may have been one of our first photographs that we had as a front cover because a lot maybe. of the time it 's been drawings True. Um, that print like relatively easily on a risograph printer, mm-hmm. so it was cool to have someone use a medium that may have proved to be you know, if you hadn't done it correctly, um, a bit more difficult to to look good in this printing style. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really cool to see as well. Speaking holistically in terms of, of Bones front covers and posters, have there been any favourites that aren't your own? You can't pick your own poster <laughs> oh,
3: or
2: front man. cover. <laughs> have you got the other ones around? <laughs> the other How many
3: do we have oh, in we here? We have a few out the other area would you like me to go and grab yeah why don't you just go
0: and have a little shimmy over there might be some out there i don't know um tash have you seen any other ones in the past oh my
1: goodness um saskia's i was just about to say (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm um, madly in love with anything that saskia does really like if you don't know Saskia Rushton Green that's her whole name yeah um you can find her artwork in critic you can find it in Bones I hope you can find it other places because it's um just free and expressive and uh makes you feel kind of queasy at the same time yeah sure does (laughs) (laughs) there's something uncomfortable about it but that's that's half the fun Um the skeletal one? The he-man. Mm. Oh. The one. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a, like a cult favorite yeah. at this
1: point. And I feel like the saturation of the colour, the ink and that green of that, just mm. kinda of, it's it, it's almost like you see it and it's almost glowing in the same way that the um the pink is glowing on you know, on the floral mm. one. That one is amazing. It, like it's quite a different medium to work in where you're you're reducing your colour palette to one or two. Yeah. So that ch- kind of changes things.
0: Here we things. go. Rory got ah, some sure. presents yes. for you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what have we got? Oh, yeah, we may
0: as well discuss them because so. this is the artist special. Oh, yeah. So wow. Oh yeah, of course. There was one Bones where Erin's front, Erin's uh, face was the front cover of her screaming Bones's back. I
2: think I only started picking the magazine up after like the first few, so I don't think I've seen the early, early ones. Oh,
0: this yeah, this is quite exciting. We're bringing out the archives today. Oh, you guys good. can hear that nice little Bones rustle in the background. <laughs> we brought up. Oh, awesome, we've got all the posters as well. Oh, yeah. So, of course, in the middle of every Bones magazine, there is a fold-out poster of the front cover, so you can stick that on your wall and you have um, that piece of art unimpeded by any of the Bones branding.
1: You can just stick that <laughs> it up. It's like a free art magazine. You get free art. It's really exciting. And it does feel very much like art because of the medium. It's such a different thing than if you got hit, like, a A4 piece of paper that was just printed on your Xerox machine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, the paper's nice. The paper's has texture
0: yeah yeah it does um it's recycled 100% eco recycled paper so it's good for the earth as well Um, and it's printed with vegetable ink as well um, mm. so it doesn't make a huge footprint on the earth carbon has a very low carbon footprint which is mm. lovely um, what have you guys got over there whose artwork do this we one, have
1: um uh, that's it this one here is like an ex critic designer as well and I'm just Yeah, Dan,
0: Dan Blackball, Blackball. Yeah, yeah. That works amazing. yeah, I think that was from issue 4 I believe there is um, a piece of... Need acknowledge that. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> f- <laughs> mega fan of Bones, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bones' biggest
1: fan yeah.
0: <laughs> hosted by Bones' biggest fan um, <laughs> Yeah, it's got uh, like a man lying down. I also think Erin has the original print of this in her house, which is quite impressive when you go to her, her house. Yeah, I know that one! That's cool! <laughs> okay. um, Dan also designed the Summer in Dunedin flag that you can still find in some places he's done all sorts of stuff but that's something that you might recognise instantly he has a very distinctive style Um, also designed the album artwork for Anthony Tonnen's latest single Two Free Hands Um, so you can find that on Spotify as well you know it when you see it yeah you recognise his style yeah definitely um, what else have we got there? I, so I noticed, uh, Rory, you were holding up a piece of art that um, is done I by our youngest, our youngest Bones contributor. Um, this was Eliana's nephew, I think, some some young male mm. that she is related to. Ooh, I cool, believe his name. his name is Noah.
2: Is J- Jada. It?
1: Jo- Joan J- it's, uh,
0: Judah,
2: is- Judah. Judah. Okay, I cool. believe
1: that's what it is. <laughs> is that top top right? It's very authentic and a signature. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: it's her um, brother's child. Yes, that's very cool. So that's what happened cool. was he did a lovely drawing. I believe he's uh, like eight years old or nine years old or maybe younger than that. Um, he did a drawing and then Aliana wrote some of her poetry over the top of the drawing and then that was used as a poster and as a front cover and I think that was about um, issue 7 for Bones as well mm. uh, and on the back of every one of these posters we do have the Echotone as well which is the gig guide so it's quite good to stick up the old gig guide for the week or two weeks that it's relevant um, and then you can flip it over to the artwork to the cool on poster. the back yeah. which is quite nice is what cool. else have you got guys
1: you know that's kind of like an advent calendar like the <laughs>
2: prize
1: I don't We've know got this one I don't recognise this one. Can
2: we talk about this one. Oh, Devon. Okay, first of all, Devon
1: Smith. Everybody will know. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: everyone knows Devon. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was issue one. Oh, no. awesome. Issue
1: official
0: issue one. There were our two negative issues and oh, a zero exactly. issue as mm. well. Um, but the f- the proper Bones launch um, <laughs> was Bones number one, where Devon Smith did this gorgeous. Um, it's it's almost like a woman doing some sort of like voodoo magic or spell. I think it was a spell against bad boyfriends or bad ex boyfriends. I believe she described it as that um, a piece of maybe like juniper bush or something that's on it's fire. looks very symbolic. Like, it does, quite a lot yeah. Of
1: symbolism in
0: there. Um, and it was wonderful to just so you know obtusely have a woman's body like on yeah. the front, but not in a way um, that is you know blatant ob- objectification or anything in that mm. kind of realm. It's just a very like beautiful raw picture mm. of a. woman body um, which wasn't at all censored, which that's an issue that you <laughs> <Yeah>. would know <laughs> <laughs> about if you are up to date with all the critic issues. But true. we're not talking about critic I, on I, this true. show. I, yeah. I like how
2: Devin's a tattoo artist and she's drawn a woman with tattoos which yeah so, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs>
1: that's this also
0: oh. similar style, but yeah. I th- is that um Ella? Harrington-Napton? Possibly. Oh. possibly. Oh, no, Lucinda. Lucinda O'Connor. Oh, <laughs> the old designer from the USA. Yes, yes. Yeah, an amazing,
1: yeah, yeah
0: sorry, cool. I, I think um, Ella Harrington-Napton's one is the one you, you just put down okay. before. Um, it's okay, sorry, we've got all sorts of posters that <laughs> yeah, we're trying we to sort through in the Radio 1 studios
1: at the moment. <laughs> just, this artwork could be yours. Collected every bone's issue. Exactly. All of this artworks. Yeah,
0: I mean, and as the done page says, not this done page because that's a rickroll, um, <laughs> Well, I think it says something along one the lines of, the of collect all of the bones and then one day you'll yeah. be famous because you have the biggest the bones, bones collection ever. Um, we've mm. got a pretty big bones collection at home. Do what you have a big do? bones collection?
1: Yeah. Are you need one, Rory. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that copies are really an option. No, no. so the, the run of
0: bones started incredibly limited. This was a project that Erin did at Graphic Design School at Otago Polytechnic, and um, she started the runs being... I believe years? it was about 80 of them because oh. she said that there were 91 issues because that's fun because it's sponsored by Radio 1 um, but I believe it was a bit less than that so it started a very limited run uh, there wasn't as much interest in the magazine in the beginning because it just hadn't been uh, circulated at that point but I think it's now up to about 200 which is also mm. very impressive that to come, very impressive. come that far as well um, in terms of circulation uh, so some of those earlier issues are really hard to come by. They're relics. Especially the
3: negative issues, because
0: the negative issues, yep, yeah, those were um, the Bones prototype yeah. issues, uh, and I believe the negative issues don't have art on the front cover as well. Um, they would. Right. It was just the editorial was yeah. on the front cover, um, so that was cool that that ended up getting incorporated. Because of course uh, she's. You know, used a lot of the local designers and artists as well. So this mm-hmm. is now a really wonderful archive of the work of. Um, the local designers that were that have been here over 2017 and 2018 yeah, so yeah. when this wraps up in about seven weeks time we only have around seven weeks of bones left bones leaves the home at 18 years of old uh, at, at years of old <laughs> years of age um, when it gets to issue 18 that's going to be the final issue so it's going to mm. be the final it's quite sad isn't it mm, we try not to think about it too much is, <laughs> is there
2: anything in the works to take its place
0: I don't think so at the moment. I, I think, think. It's only five
3: weeks
2: left. There's only three issues
3: left.
0: Only five weeks left. Mm, yeah, only five weeks
1: that's left. If, that's if Erin does everything on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's very busy. She's so. very busy. Very busy. <laughs> um, I mean, and, yeah, and also, I could. I could, I would be okay if that kind of she lets it linger a little bit, then it means it's not completely.
3: <laughs> sure. so, so. It's okay. <laughs> it's gives it a certain value, though, I think, that you can't really. Uh, attached to anything else from anything else, mm. which is quite nice. Four. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was going to say my favourite cover of bones yeah, and poster was there's two. The, well, the one that made me laugh the most was just the Skeletor one that. Yeah, Aaron that was did. a crowd favourite. That, that was so was. wonderful. <laughs> but then my favourite one was actually Sasuke's one from just before the was thirteen break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that one, honestly. Yeah, that
0: was that rolled off the back of the credit controversy as well. So that was, was yeah, it's quite an iconic <laughs> cover that ended up coming out of that one. Um, I really loved when, and I don't think we have them in here, so I totally forgot when Bones was printed, and there were two front covers, but it was the same yes. issue of Bones. Oh god, who did those? I cannot remember. It was quite a while it ago now. It was beautiful now. though. Um, but there was one run of Bones. It's kind of like we go over the history of Bones now, but um, <laughs> where one there were half of the Bones print was in a like a navy coloured ink yeah, and yeah. another was in a bright yellow um, and it was two two separate artists which is really exciting was really cool. um, it was the same content in each each um, different edition but that, it was like the collector's
3: edition of both yes, and that's that such point. a sign of a, a high end magazine as well to have multiple covers for the same yeah that was really
0: cool yeah, so to have that cool. much interest in, in artists submitting their artwork as well Rory you've missed out yeah, you need
2: I, to know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of it. Once once my one was published, I was like, oh, I, I should submit something else. And then I heard there are like three more issues to go. I was like, Dang it! <laughs> but
0: surely you could k- submit something that could go in here in a like a, submit, like, a content sort of format, hmm. maybe yeah. photo essay, possibly. Yeah, that that yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done a photo essay before, and it was really dumb. So you should do a good <laughs> oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, the I, coyote text. I did it. Yeah, so um, Rory, did you have a wee flick through this week's issue as well? Did you get a chance to do that? Um, No worries if you didn't. Not so Um, far. I just wanted to kind of tie it back to the issue that is available right now. Mm -hmm. Um, there's all sorts we went through a full spectrum of this last week on Deboned Deboned is podcasted every single week you can find it at r1.co.nz under the Wednesday Drive tab or under the podcast section um, where you can listen to it it's usually about half an hour to 40 minutes long so just put it on the background while you're doing something Mm -hmm. else and we um, chatted through a lot of the actual content we went through um, we article by article. We had the chip reviewers as well. We had the chip this, reviewers, the anonymous issue. chip reviewers that have, yeah, they've mm-hmm. recently, uh, they're recently their new new content submitters to this issue of Bones. Pretty, pretty cool yeah that was <laughs> it was very fun <laughs> they basically tied all of the articles back to chips somehow yeah, impressive really quite impressive sure. dedicated to their subject of choice yeah, which really was great. quite nice like, Im-
2: important I think um,
0: important I think absolutely so. we discussed yeah like the different types of potatoes to make exactly. chips different cuts of chips where to go to get the best chips why we're disappointed about modacs not having good chips anymore yeah, true. it was we also discussed bones on top of the chips <laughs> as well. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's also this was a really content heavy um, bones. Was there anything else, Tash, that you'd noticed in here that you want to just briefly
1: um, if you talk about? I mean, I have to have to say from a like a typographic nerd yeah. graphic point of view, like <laughs> I um, and I, I pretty much this is what I've said this whole time. It's just it's a treat to read. It's um, really nice to navigate. It's, I'm just nerding out on it, and I really <laughs> think, um, the two. Articles put together. My guess is this is a necessity because there was a limit in terms of pages. Yeah. Um, But so um, Samuel Wilston's piece and Hennessy Griffith's piece together um, on the page, yeah, Mm. are on the page together. But it doesn't feel like um, they're squished or anything. There's enough space for everyone. It's just a really nice kind of navigation of space and story. um, Just turning, turning the, the. Um, the heading on the side. It's just a a really clever way of kind of separating, demarcating one thing to another. She linked them thematically
0: as
2: well, Mm. because they're both about
1: lovey, lovey
2: Lovey things. I was actually
1: really touched by it. It was like, it was gushy love stuff, but it really good. and um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about Erin's
0: yeah, definitely. We did talk about this last week, but it'd be great to have your you guys' different perspectives on it. Um, just to give you a wee... We'll get you up to speed, Rory. Erin um, has never contributed to her own magazine before. She does, of okay. course, write the editorials, but uh, she had never written a, a full um, piece of... or submitted a, a piece of content under her own name before. I know she has <laughs> slipped things in in the past <laughs> that she didn't say was her... Um, but her very first article is uh, titled reflections and what's what's it about tash what did you read about
1: um i think kind of navigating um feeling okay to t- or actually i don't i don't know at the end of how, how she feels about it Well, I, I do and i don't but um how do i of course we can't up. we can't say
0: how she f- about no. it um, but just the the types of things that just she covered
1: about, um, sex positivity but also feeling like not um feeling the guilt for not being like as into sex i guess is as, as everybody's supposed and i'm like air quotes here supposed to be mm. um and i think that's something that it's like as soon as you start talking about sex it's oh oh you know like there's that nervousness and then like, I yeah. feel like it goes from you feel a bit nervous to bringing up sex and then you, you jump to the extreme which is like yeah we've got to be comfortable with everything and yeah. into everything right, and true. there's so much in between I mean just talking about it but like yeah um I'm not putting it very succinctly but it is in the piece <laughs> very well. Yeah. Mm. yeah, she she talked about feeling isolated
0: as well because she didn't have um, that same sort of enthusiasm for what her peers were talking about and, you know, these are quite normal discussions, yeah, especially, especially at university, at university uh, and where we live as well oh, and yeah. the young, young people around this area um, and she said that she felt quite childlike and quite um, like people would talk about something that was so out of her realm that she disconnected from it altogether mm. and that probably didn't help with the situation either. She does um, vaguely talk about asexuality as mm. well, which is quite, we haven't had a piece that has um, talked about that. We have had some, um, like, LGBTQI uh, yes. writers and people that have touched on those subjects in the past, but n- never on asexuality and that is also something that I have not often seen being written about. Maybe yes. not in Dunedin, but also I don't think it gets
3: covered as often Often
0: as some no, of the really. other
3: and it, whenever it does everyone's like oh amazing because it's such a rare thing so it's, it's quite rare it's like so lauded about every time it yeah happens, yeah when it should be something we can just talk about whenever yeah we want
0: to. yeah great mm. um, no it's good that you brought that up thank you Tash that yeah, is something that's quite different about this issue as well and I hope she
1: submits something else before um, I can't imagine how difficult it, it would be I mean, I, as writers, if you've submitted something, um, do you feel, again, that kind of you need a you need a deadline to write something? Yeah, absolutely, yeah? yeah. So, like, uh-huh. she's got to write her own deadline and kind of p- pitch to herself, I guess.
3: Yeah. Yeah. like guess. I
1: just think, you know, and then and then it would even be weird. I've done this before. Um, Doing the, like, the layout for a piece that I've written, it feels kind of like you have to disassociate it from it a little bit. Yeah. And, um, there's... Uh, it's just like extra levels of kind of pressure, and I, I mean, maybe it's just me. I have like huge performance anxiety, which obviously that's what this cover is all about. <laughs> I was just thinking about Erin like writing a piece, and then and then being like, it's it's my own words, and it's you know, mm-hmm. um, very bare and and, and and you know, very reflective, and uh, yeah, so.
0: I hope she's gained um, confidence from what other people have have felt like they can put forward into Bones yeah. as well, though. Yeah. So I think she um, it's it's wonderful that she has submitted it now with the entire backing of anyone who has been vulnerable in this mm-hmm. magazine before, because uh, we did briefly mention that it's a lot of the writers for Bones very slowly opened up as the issues went on, as they felt more comfortable. As people started to um, say, talk about things that you know a taboo or they not widely covered in in the media sources that we have down here or wider Mm -hmm. Um, and we mentioned that it was almost as if Erin kind of absorbed all our progress and just went straight to the point because she didn't skirt around anything she she kind of opens up um, straight away which was
3: very admirable, very brave as Agreed. well. I, I wouldn't Impressive. have been able to do that. Yeah. Because it came off as well, she pulled it off perfectly. It's yeah. a brilliant article and it reads very well. Yeah. As does most of Bones. Yeah,
0: of yeah, Bones. as does most of Bones, that is right. Whew, okay, yeah, well, I think we've pretty much covered issue 15. If you want to get your hands on a Bones magazine, you can come up to the Radio 1 studios between 9 and 5 any working day of the week. There's always a big stack up here. Or they are circulated around the city um, usually some of the more trendy cafes uh, and also in relics there are some stores that yeah. co- um, carry them as well uh, but your best bet is always radio one just come up those stairs you might get a wee dog to greet you at the door <laughs> like you two did when you came <laughs> in before we Charlie will come and give you a wee kiss and a hug as well so that's another incentive to come up and get Bones back it's not scary people will be very lovely to you just great, come up great and say you're here for Bones um, and you can click them it's totally free but they are around. I think they're at the Hussey and Laredo cart as well in uni if you don't want to come up to the Radio 1 studios.
1: Yeah, if we didn't say you on the dog, I don't know what (laughs) will. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) I have to use
0: that every
1: single time. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: There will be a new issue of Bones coming out next Wednesday. They are fortnightly. editions of the magazine so if you are looking for a new one maybe you want to get this one and then the next one just come up next Wednesday and of course Deboned is every week now so we're going to be talking Ooh. to some other mystery guests next Wednesday oh, like. don't know who yet because <laughs> it's <laughs> going to get like all sorted out on the weekend Agreed. um yeah the thank suspense. you yeah, this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you so much to was, our two so wonderful guests guys. thanks for yeah, having yeah, us we've got yeah. Tash Marakba and Rory Sweeney two artists who we haven't had artists on the show before so this is really exciting exciting. getting to discuss the artwork of bones magazine thanks for coming in guys cheers thank you